Welcome to God's Five Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson. Reach him at God's Five Minutes at gmail.com. Now, here's Ed Wilson with God's Five Minutes. Hello, friends. It was Habakkuk's fate to be a prophet for God at a time when his beloved Israelite nation was at the tipping point of being conquered and enslaved by Nebuchadnezzar because they had so allowed themselves to live in flagrant violation of God's law and his great plan that he had begun for them when he led them out of Egypt. Habakkuk 1, 2-4 reads, Why dost thou show me iniquity and cause me to behold grievance? For spoiling and violence are before me. And there are that raise up strife and contention. Therefore the law is slack, and judgment doth never go forth. For the wicked doth compass about the righteous, therefore wrong judgment proceedeth. Setting aside, if that is possible, the deep convictions we may have at the spiritual aspects of so turning away from God, let's take a look at the practical results of the Israelite leadership behavior that triggered Habakkuk's complaint. Apparently, he lived in a time when the rule of law, that critical key to life in a civilized world, was breaking down. I'm assuming he got tired of the way people changed the language to speak of the nastiest things in public discourse, of seeing a double standard of justice, one for those in power and another for the masses, of seeing money taxed into the government coffers only to be wasted on foolish architecture and roads to nowhere. When the government acts that way, all too often disenchanted citizens take matters into their own hands and do as they please, expecting no consequences. Also, when the Jewish leaders abandoned God's law, they also lost their moral compass, and along with it their respect for the institutions of government. And so they splintered into conflicting little groups, unable to agree on anything except to disagree, until their silly strife and contentions paralyzed the government functions. The results were that wrong judgment proceeded. That, in brief, is the burden of the book of Habakkuk, along with God's response to his prophet. How well those words would fit into our world today. Most of our grandparents would be aghast if they could come back and know the upside-down, topsy-turvy world in which our children must grow up. Those who love the Lord can become weary from seeing how respect for God and His law have been forced from our institutions of education, of how the highest courts in the land dare to give license to practices and behaviors clearly forbidden in the Scriptures, of how our political leaders profess to be religious, God-fearing people, and then use their offices to dishonor Him and counter His precepts at seemingly every possible level. We live in a nation mad with the wine of this world, where good is far too often set for evil and evil for good. Since that's true, maybe we should take a look at what God told Habakkuk would be his answer to the behavior of this wayward people. To Habakkuk, it seemed clear that if God could allow such wickedness to go on endlessly, then he is no God, and in this dog-eat-dog world, life is just every one of us for ourselves. There's no value in trying to act with integrity. We should forsake principles of kindness and consideration for others, and each get as much pleasure and satisfaction out of our opportunities as we can. We don't believe that yet. God answered Habakkuk. And here it is. Behold ye among the heathen, and regard, and wonder marvelously. For I will work a work in your days, which ye will not believe, though it be told you. For I, lo, I raise up the Chaldeans, that bitter and hasty nation, which shall march through the breadth of the land to possess the dwelling places that are not theirs. 
This happened during Jehoiakim's reign. The nation's leadership was destroyed. The citizenry led captive into Babylon. The crack in the foundation of their connection with their God had been the propensity to slide into idol worship. The Babylonian captivity cured them of that forever. What's the answer in our nation? Well, that lies with a just God. But here is more from Habakkuk. Thou art of purer eyes than to behold evil. Write the vision, make it plain, for the vision of good triumphing over evil is yet for an appointed time. Though it tarry, wait for it, because it will surely come. It will not tarry. You have been listening to God's 5 Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson. Reach him by email at g-o-d-s-f-i-v-e minutes at gmail.com. Tune in next time to hear more encouraging thoughts from God's Word on God's 5 Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson. For 60 years, Crowder College has been empowering students to soar to new heights. From agriculture to education, to business, sports, and the newest technologies, Crowder always has something interesting going on. I'm Adam Winkler of KNEO Radio. Join me each week as I talk to a different person from Crowder College about what's been happening and what's coming up next. It's the Insider's Guide to All Things Crowder. Subscribe today to the This Week in Crowder College podcast, available from the Sky High Podcast Network.